great. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. As a Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, their talents, and their self-worth, otherwise known as self-esteem, which is so important. People matter, self-worth matters, and time matters. When all of that aligns, everything works. And this week, we have Daryl Keezer with us. Daryl, can you hear me okay? Yep, I can hear you just fine. All right, all right. Now, Daryl, you're coming to us from Toronto, Canada, is that correct? That's correct, yes. All right. Well, thank you for being with us today, and I'm, I'm grateful for your time and your collaboration. So let me introduce who Daryl is so we really understand the value that we have um, with us today on this episode. Daryl speaks at over 50 events per um, year across Canada and the United States on digital marketing trends, social media, and reaching a new gener- generation of buyers. Some of the recent events that Daryl has presented at include the National Franchise Show, Customer Service Conference, and the Small Business Summit, and the um, the Internal Branding Conference. So such power that, that you have here. And you're the founder of Candy Box and Launch 48, which is digital marketing, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And you're also a keynote speaker, as mentioned here. So you've got a really big, full-bodied business and life, and um, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to step into this. Is there anything else you want to add before we jump in, Daryl? No, no, that's it. That uh, sounds fun. I'm excited to be on the show. Great, great. So your book is 37 Ways Your Website Died. And so you state that your website should help your business, not hurt it. That's a very, very powerful platform. So take us there for a minute. What was it about you know, defining like the whole process of the website okay, and, and, and how you got sure. into this? Sure, yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, the motivation – from the book was that, I mean, over the last eight years of, of running uh, Candy Box now launch, uh, we've launched just hundreds and hundreds of sites. And um, I, I just find that there's there's been a lot of talk recently uh, about, you know, social media and every single day something's changing. You know, it's like one day it's Periscope, the next day Vine's up, Vine's down, uh, YouTube, Snapchat, Snapchat, and they just, it keeps going over and over again. And, um, and yet when I look at everyone's digital marketing strategy, um, I find that the, the part that falls flat for most companies is the website. Now, we don't just focus on the website. It's not like I'm just trying to, you know, harp in one area that, uh, that's just, you know, that, that's our focus. But um, I've noticed over the years that there's been amazing, you know, amazingly executed campaigns that are out there. And as soon as people go to convert, so people are going to become a lead, right, for a company, um, or they're going to buy something and check out, you know, with those shoes that they just saw a commercial for, or they just watched a video or a consumer review. It's at that point where um, they're either going to, you know, click that button to submit their information, to to call somebody, to initiate, you know, a relationship with the company, and that conversion rate depends on so many different factors that uh, a lot of companies just ignore. And so uh, there, there's a lot of talk I, I do on social media. And, uh, you know, I, I do it coast to coast, and, and I absolutely love it. But I always bring it back to the point of conversion, the POC, and just say, if your website has died, like if you have, if you have failed to connect the emotional uh, requirements of your customer to the online representation of what you're doing, um, you're, you're really throwing good money and good effort and good time after that. 
And so, you know, uh, years ago, uh, and I don't want to make this too, too drawn out, but uh, years ago I was an IT manager. And uh, this is before I owned any of these companies and was running the, the uh, you know, digital marketing agency. And uh, all of my customers, we were building software, and the software was focused on selling customers online. And I couldn't tell you the amount of times that people would call me and say, hey, the website's live, um, but it's just, it's, it's not working. And, and when I get down to like the, the details, the, the reason why it wasn't working was because they weren't making any online sales. You know, and so immediately as a, as a marketing person, I just kind of put on my marketing hat and say, well, you know, what's your, what's your traffic strategy? What's your search strategy? Uh, what's your email strategy? What is your landing page strategy? Why are people getting off the page? Are you A-B testing? And, and as I asked all these questions, people were really lost. You know, people thought that, you know, if you build it, they will come. And, uh, and it was just, it was sad watching all these companies fail. And when I looked around for, you know, a, another agency to, to kind of help my customers at that point, when I was an IT manager, there, there weren't a lot of companies out there that actually helps people connect all the dots to make sure that they're getting as many conversions as possible on their websites. And so I had one day of frustration. Uh, to be honest, I was, I was in line at a Starbucks, and people have been asking me to write a book for a while. And uh, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to write down every single way, uh, every single major reason why website projects fail. And as I was in line at Starbucks, clearly it was, it was a long line. I, I wrote down everything just on my phone. And I came up with 37 different ways, and I sat down and wrote the book because I was just, I was like, enough with this. We've just got to, you know, we've got to let people know that they're losing tons of revenue out there um, by, by failing in their website projects. Excellent. And, you know, failure is such a powerful word, and I love it. And um, that's a hot button. So tell us, I mean, so what I'm hearing, you know, you, you state that companies ignore, but maybe they're just not even aware Okay, mm-hmm. and what I'm hearing you say, you're creating awareness about options maybe that they're not looking at within their strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do, you, how do you approach that with them? Because strategy is huge, and you're right. You can't just throw it at the wall, hope it sticks. Daryl is saying, listen, traffic, email, landing, you know, what's your strategy? Can you give us a little tidbit or pointer from the book about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always say that the uh, the project, any web project, fails on day one. Okay, so it's not like people always get frustrated with the end of of web projects or after they launch and they're they're not happy with the results. Uh, but the reality is that all the tactics and you're you're right with that one word strategy. It's something that that is missing from from most projects that that everybody says, oh yeah, I'll work on the strategy. But it's not really thought out, and so so here's an example. A lot of people engage like a web company, and the you know the web company will show you their portfolio of all their successful clients, or you know clients that have, have designed stuff with them, and they say that's fantastic, and they get really excited, and uh, everybody kind of gets together. You get a project, it gets uh, you know um, going with tactics, and so you've got a web designer, you've got your developers, you've got you know user flow. But then, you know, the, the web company will, will then say, okay, just send us the content and, and we're going to use that to, to build, you know, this website. But, but that's, where, that's where it all goes wrong. If somebody is responsible for website content that isn't like a, a digital marketing strategist, they're going to write 
a website, almost like they would a brochure. It's just very natural, right? You open up Microsoft Word. You say, okay, home, about, portfolio, like whatever it is, whatever your business model, you typically end up talking more about yourself, and you'll write the website brief with paragraphs of information. Okay, so it's like it's, it's already gone wrong because that, you know, that is a strategic play of saying we're going to turn our website into an information hub about our company and then maybe have like a little button that says call us. Um, or even their strategy could be, you know, we're hoping that people will fill out the generic contact us form. Right? That's like, that is the worst strategy in the entire world, and yet most companies do that today. In regards to like a good web strategy, we have to kind of lose the words on the website. Like we're not writing paragraphs because let's be honest, we don't read paragraphs. When was the last time you woke up in the morning saying, you know, I need a new insurance policy. Let me go online to an insurance website and read three paragraphs about the history of the company. Like that never happens. All we're looking for is actionable items with a visual, uh, visual representation of what is going to fill our emotional needs. So for example, if you go on to an insurance site, there should be maybe one or two calls to action, and that's it. You know, one could be, you know, get an auto quote. One could be combine your home and auto, and that's it. Very simple. And so it comes down to what is the, what is the overall strategy in that content, which is really hard to do um, from the beginning, and who is that coming from? That is a, that is a pivotal person. So when, when we have website projects, uh, there's very little rework that my, my team does, which means it's not like we keep going back to the customer and saying, is this better? Is this better? Is this better? Because if you've got bad content, it's always going to be a terrible website design. And so our digital marketing managers uh, work really hard on looking at the overall user flow. What are they going to click on? What is the, the offering? How can we lead this person through instead of just throwing them into a generic contact us form? Mm, I love it. I love it. Okay, so actionable items with visual representation um, around emotional leads. I love that. So it's so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, we, all, we all have an objective, right? And so um, I always measure conversion rate based off of uh, two different things. Okay. So um, I look at the, the uh, customer intent. So what is your intent in going to that website? You're not just, you're not just going to you know, whatever website just for fun. You're going to a website for a reason. And so if you're looking to get, if you're going to an insurance site, you're not just going to the browse. Like you're, you're going to, you know, want, you want to get a quote on a specific policy. If you're looking to buy a, a new, you know, pair of sunglasses and they want to be a certain thing, that's what your intent is, right? We've always got to understand who is our user and what is their intent, what do they look like. Then you've got the web page offering, not website, right? It, it, because we've got to deliver people to different pages. So if you're looking for, you know, a uh, let's say an insurance policy on your boat, don't show them, you know, items about your car policies and home policies and stuff. Bring them to a page that only talks about boating. And then if you match your website offering to to equal their website or their the user intent, then you've got a very high point of conversion. But if somebody's looking for boat insurance and they come to your website and we say, oh, well, we do all types of insurance, even if you're still meeting their needs, you're not matching your offering with their intent and their conversion rate goes down. People think, no, nah, this is not what I'm looking for. They click the back button. They bounce off your page. And all that time and effort you spent or money that you spent getting that person to your website is now gone and it's wasted. Mm. Okay, so you're really digging down to the niche. 
You're Absolutely. just saying well, weed you. through it and let's get to the bullseye of what it is that we're talking about here. And I love that laser focus of, of how you're approaching it. And again, listening to you, Daryl, and you are an expert in this, there's no question, um, but you have the mindset to think like that strategically, that laser focused, and that's the gift. I mean, so that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. How do you get people to the niche? I mean, you've described it, but is there mm-hmm. a way to get mm-hmm. that laser focus? As people are listening to this episode and they're asking themselves, how do I get there? Do you have yeah. something you can tell yeah. us about that? You know what? I love using imagination. And so uh, when I'm talking to the customers, uh, they, they originally come with their objectives, what they like, their thoughts, their company history, who they are. They're, they're completely them-focused, right? And you can't, you can't get to your user just thinking about yourself. It just doesn't work. And so what I do is I just, I just adjust the conversation right, right from the beginning. I'll ask them a little bit about their business. And so let's say, okay, well, I sell you know, these widgets or you know, I've got a consulting service. And I'll say, okay, well, you know, who are you going at? What, what is your best customer? Who are you really good at reaching? You know, like I start with their strengths. And they say, well, you know what, I'm a consultant, but I'm really good at consulting lawyers. Right, lawyers is, is what I do. Okay, cool. What kind of lawyers? Where are these lawyers? And then what what I like to do is I like to to point out um, uh, different characters. And so let's say, okay, let's say you're you're going after two markets. You're going after lawyers in downtown Toronto. Let's call those guys Gary's. Okay, so Gary, I'm I'm Gary. What does Gary look like? How old is he? Is he looking for a consultant? What social networks is he on? What events is he attending? What is he looking for in a consultant? What things on your website would Gary appreciate reading? What are common questions that Gary would have for a consultant before he'd hire them? What are things that would turn him away from, from a consultant? And so as I start kind of you know, digging into who their customer is, we both, like, my, like, it's, and like our agency and our customers, start focusing on who is that end person and what is their intent and, and the, 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 the web project will actually fulfill that need. If we start with the company, we're going to end up with a brochure. If we start with the user, we're going to end up with a site that users love to use, which then in turn will, you know, it'll, it'll be a very successful project. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, you just nailed it. And all you did was in the approach. And it is so unique. And I get to talk with business owners and entrepreneurs on a daily basis. And again, Daryl, like you've cut through the clutter. And that's why I think you're so effective at everything that you're doing because that just makes perfect sense. We're, we're learning along the way. But uh, that's, you know, like I just, I just try to think of, of you know, the, the, the users that we're, we're going after. It's, it's about them, right? It's, a, it's not about us. And so typically after um, a company will sign up with us, we'll let them know a thing, you know, just by the way, letting you know, like we're sitting the groundwork, we're not building this website for you. We're not building this digital marketing campaign for you. We're building it for your customers. And, and when, they, when they sign on to that, when they get that, um, it's, it's magical. Uh, like we've had, um, uh, we had one client um, a couple of years ago, and they, their, their numbers are, are through the roof. Like we, we spent only 12% of their marketing budget so, like, from what the previous year, what they spent, we only spent 12%, and we increased their business sixfold. It was a multi-million-dollar company, and uh, they did air conditioning, air conditioners, and heating. And everybody in the entire business was approaching it the same way. And we started talking about their customers, and found out that that people like were 
incredibly agitated if their air conditioners went out. Not not furnaces, air conditioners. Like if your air conditioner dies, um, like there's, you know, you, you see blood. Like people just get crazy immediately. And people are even worried about their pets. Everything they want is emergency service. They want it now. They don't want it tomorrow. They want they don't want to be like pandered to. And so we created algorithms with Google so that as the temperature went up in you know in the region that they were focused on that we would spend more money on inbound traffic because we know as the temperature goes up, people get more agitated and more air conditioners break. And then the landing page that we brought them to had one simple call to action, which was to get a technician in your house in the next four hours. That was it. That was wow. like our entire marketing program. But because it hit the need really hard, and it was just like four hours, I can wait four hours as opposed to, you know, like, you know, give us a call. We're going to give you a quote. We'll connect you with the technician. No, no, no. Four hours. Mm-hmm. That's all I can wait until I've got somebody working on this because that's what they envision, right? They don't want somebody coming tomorrow. That's already too late. They've had to go to bed. Their pets are, are sweating. Like this is just, it's just the, the mind of the consumer. So if we can connect with, with the actual customer and do it, you know, through a full digital marketing plan, we've got ourselves a successful campaign. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so that is just one element of the things that people need to hear about you, Daryl. So um, what I found really interesting, as you and I have gotten to know each other, you mentioned that business is a sport for you. Now, you have Candy Box, and before we segue into something, I want to know, how did you come up with the name Candy Box Marketing? Uh, that's that's uh, kind of fun. So uh, you know, I, I got uh, laid off my job as an IT manager, um, and the next morning I started uh, Candy Box. I needed a name, and it had to meet a couple of requirements. Number one, it had to be clear. I always just think brand names, if they're clear, then it's good. So the marketing company was something I wanted to do. I knew we were always going to be around that instead of just, you know, the different buzzwords of SEO or search or social. And so um, that, was, that was my one requirement. My second was that we needed to be able to buy the .com. And, um, and when, uh, when I think about, you know, um, uh, online campaigns and web designs and everything, I, I think that one of the most attractive things in the world is, is the look of candy. Like you see like a candy store or candy display cases, and it's just rich, vibrant color and a mixture of, you know, art and sweetness and science. And it was just, it's just awesome. And, and I, our, our value proposition or, more say our mission statement is uh, to make the web suite, you know, just to make everything really awesome from the designs all the way to the results that we're producing. And, uh, and you know, uh, yeah, we have a, a suite of services, right? We've got a number of different services. So Candy Box just came to me in the shower. It was 8 a.m. Uh, and I needed to, to start my company by 9 a.m. and uh, register the .com and, and we've continued since then. Oh, my God, you are a no-nonsense man. Let me tell you, I love it. Oh my God, I love I love your and it's not even a sense of urgency. It's just like Daryl being Daryl, like yeah, I'm just going to start a company in an hour. Okay, so which seg- segues into the next thing? You also have a company called Launch Forty Eight. Take us mm-hmm. there. Take us to Launch Forty Eight. What is that? Yeah, so um, I noticed after a while. So Candy Box is a, is a, is a full um, uh, full scale uh, full service. I'll say mark, digital marketing agency, and so a lot of our clients. Uh, need to have a certain budget per year uh, to work with us because we've got project managers and designers and developers, and you know there's a lot that goes into those projects. So you know we're we're starting off a lot of customers that say, okay, if, 
you don't have a lease, you know, ten to fifteen thousand dollars per annum. It's hard to, it, you know, we just don't have the the, the ability to, um, you know, create something of value for you. Now, uh, uh, we kept dealing with all these customers and small business owners that said, you know what, we want a website. It needs to be WordPress. It needs to be mobile responsive. Um, but I don't have the money, and and I just didn't have anyone to to send them to. Like I just had nobody, and. You know, people would work with independent graphic designers, and, and then those projects would, would go eight months long and cost them you know, more money over time, and, and really they got what they paid for. And, and I just had nowhere to send all these people that said, yes, we, we, we need all these things, but we just don't have the budget to do it. And so finally I came up with an idea where a couple of like, friends and family of mine were like, hey, you know, let me just come over to your house. And we'll figure this out. And so I'd bring them to my house. I'd literally like load up WordPress. I'd launch a template on it. Like we'd buy a template. I'd start customizing the template with them and just interacting with them. I would train them how to do it. And then I'd, I'd let them go on their merry way and, you know, charge them a nominal fee for, for that time. And then I had more people asking if they can do like Daryl's weekend warrior program where I just kind of put stuff together. And like, I'm, I'm too busy for this. I've got four kids. I've got different things happening. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this. And then I came up with the concept where, you know what, if we can get the decision makers in a room with somebody that knows WordPress really well, that, that knows how to like modify templates and that has an open area to uh, discuss and make decisions and all that fun stuff, we could break this down, or my hope was that we could break this down into a two-day process uh, where our customers physically come in. So we're not just dealing with endless emails and decisions and comps and everything. They physically come into our studio. They work one-on-one with, with another person building a website, and after two days it launched. And so after I came up with the concept, we, uh, um, you know, I, it took about, I think it took 21 days for me to launch this new business. Uh, we, rent, we, we rented a space. We you know, uh, you know, did it all up. We got new tables, IMAX, like everywhere, hired on people. And I just started talking about the idea, and it became so contagious. Everybody was so interested in this process that we, we've been busy ever since. We've launched about a year and a half ago. I think we've launched just over 100 websites now um, using the service. And everybody that comes out of this process they, says that, like, they just they love the entire process. Their, their sites always go live uh, by 5 p.m. on the second day, and there's nowhere else in the world where you can like literally just go somewhere and get your site done the way you want it to and be fully trained in it. So we're thrilled about Launch 40. It's been very, very successful. We got a, an award for, for Entrepreneur of the Year last year, and we've got people flying from like literally flying into Toronto from all over just because they can't get this done anywhere else. For uh, the price is 2,500 bucks. I mean. You know, you, you wow. can't go wrong with that. And listen how transparent you are. I mean, here's the thing, and I always like to say, if you educate properly, the sale automatically happens. I think the value supersedes any number you're ever going to put out there. By you just describing the value piece there, I think that, I mean, that's why you're wildly successful. You, you've just educated mm-hmm. to the point where it's just such a beautiful thing. People can't not have that. It's so important. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is where I'm going to segue to our close. However, I think I could spend the afternoon with you, Carol. You are just like <laughs> get in your – I love it, love it, love it. Okay, so business is a sport. Tell me, and, and this is what I learned about you as we are navigating together, um, what is your goal? Can you share with us? You, you kind of talked with me about it, that you have this goal for you personally in business. Can you share that with people as mm-hmm. they're listening to this? Sure. Well, I've got long-term and short-term goals. I mean, my, my personal goal is uh, I like to start a new business every single year. 
um, a new initiative. It could be it could be a new initiative in one of the companies that I run. Um, it could be a brand new company overall. We're, we're launching um, one just next month, which is very exciting, going up to the automotive industry. Um, but personally, I just I never like to sit in yesterday's successes. I want to keep growing things, and I want to keep building the team around what we're doing. And so when I go out there and I find a need, I I need to start start a company just to fill it. Um, but I I also on the other side, I really like building companies, and not when I say company, I don't mean like a corporation that is just, you know, revenue positive and that that's a byproduct of, of, you know, servicing your customer and doing a really good job. But uh, like a company to me means a company of people, people that are passionate and good at what they do and come together to create something awesome. And so, um, you know, as I've been going um, through these different, you know, and creating these different companies, I'm gathering an amazing team of people that are really talented and I'm growing my you know the actual uh, business through them, and so we're we're hiring tons. We're bringing a lot of people in, but I love creating, you know, very um, uh, fun, uh, energetic, uh, passionate work environments that really just do a good job at at, at simplifying, um, you know, digital marketing for people. And uh, when I when I get phone calls from clients and they just say, you know what, we're so thrilled with your work. You know, our business has doubled and all that stuff. And I hear about their success. That really makes my day. And so every single day, we've got like a group chat with, you know, all the people that are involved. And, uh, and we share every single success. Every time a campaign goes live, a website goes live, anything that goes out, we all celebrate, uh, you know, in our little ways online. Just because I, I love making things simple for people. I love um, building, you know, campaigns, websites, whatever it is that are just successful and help clients. Uh, grow their own businesses. Oh my God, like you are just such a blessing. And I mean, you even married culture into this conversation. Like you empower people and you bring the right people in and you create a synergy for them to just ignite themselves with their own level of success, which in turn is making your clients successful. It's making your company successful. So you've just totally hit it out of the ballpark. And I am so grateful for your time today on this, on this podcast episode, Daryl. And um, okay, so here we, here we go. As we close out, you can learn more about Daryl Keezer and his, his book, which we didn't even really get you know, a ton, but I'm going to really champion you. It's called 37 Ways Your Website Died. You can learn about candy box marketing as Daryl describes you know, the different value points that that brings in addition to, um, to learning more about Launch 48. And so you can do that by visiting our website at marlohiggins.com where you can connect to all of those different resources and add Daryl to your circle of influence. So I just want to thank you for joining us today. We do invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for that partnership. So again, Daryl, thank you and um, make an awesome day. I'm really excited for people to connect to these resources. So Marlo Higgins is your host and your Chief Inspirational Officer, and thank you for being with us today.